Hello, hello. This is Molly Cutler and Brielle Collins, and welcome to the Well Wishes podcast. We'll get it together one time, one of these times. Thanks, you guys, so much for joining the conversation. Mal, do you want to let everybody know what we're going to dive into today? Yeah, today we're going into a deep topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're talking about viewing challenges as opportunities. Yeah. And we were really inspired to talk about this because it's something that Brielle and I talk mm-hmm. about a lot. Absolutely. In our daily lives. Um, but honestly, we feel that the last couple of years with COVID and and just what's been going on in the world on such a collective level has been extremely challenging. Mm -hmm. And no one is walking away from the last couple of years unscathed. Right. Everyone has been affected differently. Everyone has encountered different challenges. And we want to just expand on that conversation and hopefully have you walk away with some new food for thought. Right. I think topic. I think um, there's a reason why we really wanted to start our podcast. This is our first episode with this topic. And that is because, like Mal said, it's so relevant, but it's it's a very interesting thing to have a sort of collective experience, right? Like it's manifesting differently. Challenges are so unique, as unique as we are as humans. But it's a very interesting thing to look at these past couple of years of COVID and understand that um, there is a sort of human collective experience of loss and grief and transition and challenge you know, as opposed to maybe other time periods where those things come into people's lives, you know, from young age to old age. But right now in these past two two years, for sure, I don't know anybody who has not been faced with some sort of loss or challenge. And what we want to do with this conversation is to sort of shift perspective around challenge, loss, and grief. And by no means do we think we are the experts. I am an expert only on myself and my relationship to everything that, you know, comes into my path. So by no means do we think we are like, you know, I'm not Oprah and I am not a therapist, but what we're doing is sort of bringing our perspective and like Mal said, our conversations we have one-on-one to this podcast. And I love I love what you just said, Bree, about how you only know about your own experience mm-hmm. with challenge. And I so relate to that. And I think that um, we all internalize different challenges uniquely. Mm-hmm. Like you could put 100 people in front of the exact same challenge. Mm-hmm. So and true. And everyone deals with it differently. Right. And the goal is not to have everyone deal with it the same. Mm-hmm. But I think what is what is so useful and what's so powerful in life is to be able to be presented with challenges and be able to understand which are your greatest challenges Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily what is objectively the greatest challenge, but what are your most internal Mm -hmm. greatest challenges Mm -hmm. and understanding that about yourself so that you can transform. Right. You that right something we you and I talk about a lot Molly in our like five hour 
coffee conversations. Yep. <laughs> We're just actually recording you guys from a coffee shop in Tel Aviv. We're just flying from our hip with this. No, but um, these are things that we really dive into a lot in our sort of one-on-one conversations. And something I, I think a lot about, which you have, you know, you talk about, which is that challenges are a potential have the potential to keep us small, but they also can help us as something you and I talk a lot about expand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that we need to be able to learn how to hold hands mm. with challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear this all the time about overcome how to overcome your challenges mm. and Oh, I overcame my difficulties. And it's not that it's not that I think that's fake, but I know in my own personal experience, which mm-hmm. I will share a bit about, um with dealing with obstacles on a daily level um as a woman with a disability, that I've really had to learn how to hold hands mm. and walk alongside with and kind of be in partnership mm-hmm. with my challenges. And and, ha- and what does that look like if you, I mean, you don't have to share, we can edit this out. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you get there? Because it's, it's a really incredible practice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I think that there's no, there's no one, one way to mm-hmm. get there. I think that, I think that when you make the choice when you are confronted with something really hard, um, no matter what it is, and you make the choice to say, not that you're gonna ignore this and pretend that it doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. but rather to see it, to feel it, to let it in, to allow yourself to feel whatever is coming up, whether Mm -hmm. that's grief and pain and Mm -hmm. sadness or loss, and even if they're really hard feelings, and to let all of that in, but to realize that you can feel those things and yet still find a way to forge a path forward. Mm. That you don't have, that feeling all of those sort of quote dark Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that you have to spiral. Mm -hmm. In fact, I believe that in order to really be able to be a resilient person mm-hmm. who can who can deal with all kinds of things that are thrown your way with confidence is to not be afraid of grieving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We talk a lot about grieving. We do. Oh. oh, man. It's an uplifting podcast, you guys. Who's excited? We told you we were going deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, something we talk a lot about, about the concept of grief, and I think it's a really interesting thing to look at especially again coming back to these days of COVID because there has been so much loss and so much change and you know grief to me or the practice of letting go Mm -hmm. you know which is very much as you would say sort of hand in hand with challenge is a part of the process but it can really be a tool to sort of alchemize your life. Oh, alchemize your life. Can we make a mug? <laughs> sure, with let's that? do it. That let's is amazing. Yeah. But Continue. yeah, you know, like um I, I guess I'll start with like my 
you know, my COVID challenge was the loss of my yoga studio, Shredder Yoga Studio in Novitsetic. You know, I had given my blood, sweat, and tears, money, time, years into this studio, um, really sort of made my dream a reality. And then COVID came, and because of really difficult landlords, you know, I basically had to let go of the studio. And, um, you know, there was a time and it got very messy. There was lawyers. It was, you know, I had to rebuild myself financially. There was a time, though, that I was really resisting. Like, I was in the challenge, was not into it, not into the challenge. You were not flowing. I was not flowing. <laughs> Vinyasa flow teacher, not flowing. Um, how do you think that was going to turn out? But, you know, there was a moment in this saga where I basically heard my higher self, my intuition say, let go or be dragged. Mm. And I really had to listen to that voice. And I think part of what's so interesting, like you were saying in the beginning about challenges is that it's so individual. So like I could have chosen to prolong it and avoid it or not dive into the um, abyss of grief and loss. I could have sort of held on longer and that would have changed my experience. And I think it's just, it's a very interesting thing I, I sit with. Like when do we, when do we surrender to letting go and give in to the challenge? You know, you and I talk about this. Usually for me, that's a very strong visual image of me like crying on the floor, like crawling, can't get to my feet, you know, laying on my back. Is this rock bottom? Oh, no, this is not rock bottom. God, I hope this is rock bottom. <laughs> and then more messy tears, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a moment where we can all sort of say, okay, I am going to give into it and sort of it's I guess visually again I'm a visual person it's like either you're in the water and the waves are big and you're fighting against the waves or you're just saying I'm just going to swim to shore and catch the wave and come safely to the land and uh, you know what's so crazy to me is that in these past two years everybody in some way shape or form has had this sort of moment where they're like, I had to let go of that relationship. I had to let go of that job. That whatever pushed me, you know, mm-hmm. out. I had no choice. It, it it ended. And I think it's such a fascinating um, study and something you and I talked about, you know, when we have these five hour long conversations around coffee and we actually did prepare you guys. We this, did. Yeah. We, we promise. <laughs> we promise. Is that you, you've talked about empathy around that topic, Mal. Yes. You know, I think that the better you become at accepting that you will have difficulty in your life, mm. no matter what it is the more empathetic you become toward yourself Mm -hmm. and the more empathetic you become toward other people. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I just kind of want to actually go back for a second to that alchemize your life thing Mm -hmm. that you said, because it's trademarked just to warn you, Mal. Just amazing. (laughs) And it just, you know, it's like it, it, it brings me to this it reminds me of this visual of like making a witch's brew, mm-hmm. right? Where you kind of, you're making your brew and you've got, you know, 
You've got self-pity in there. You've got sadness. You've got pain. Mm -hmm. You've got mourning. Kind of these really dark things. And if you just have the belief Mm -hmm. that if you add a few other ingredients, you can actually create something magical. Right. The transformation becomes. It's like as opposed to just having the good stuff, mm-hmm. the the light stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like you have that base of darkness and difficulty, <laughs> right, in mm-hmm. that witch's brew, and then you add some hope and a dash of optimism and some, you know, what are some other things? Awareness, like- maybe seeing the silver lining. You know, that's something else I, I really think about, like how these – and it goes back to alchemy. Should we name this podcast Alchemist Your Life? <laughs> this idea that what once was real uh, loss can really create a space for something to come in. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess all of it is really about shifting the perspective, you know, from loss and grief and very much that needs to be, as you say, mourned and not skipped over. That is a part of the process. But then how on the that other side, space is available for transformation. So really, challenge is the catalyst for growth and transformation. It is the only, mm-hmm. it is the only thing that makes growth possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you think about Every time in your life that you have ever leaped forward Mm -hmm. in some sort of huge way in your own, um, you know, in your own life or the way you see something or how you feel about something, you probably had to deal with something Mm -hmm. really challenging first. Right. And that is what makes it even more powerful. Right. I mean, for me, this podcast is a manifestation of the loss of the studio, you know, or my online site, practiceshrata.com is is not an endorsement (laughs) is a, is a, um, because space opened up and there was for sure loss and there was grieving and rebuilding and there was messiness and sadness. But then on the other side, when you come out the other side, there's space available for new, creations and new experiences and you know this podcast would have never been able to happen if I still had the studio the website would have never happened if I still had the studio so you know it's one it's a small one it was very painful very sad very messy but something you and I talk about a lot is which goes back to empathy is like you know I can say oh yeah well you know that that was small closing my studio rebuilding myself financially you know, letting go of something I had, you know, invested to have for 10 years. It, it was small, but something you say, and I love it, Mal, is that like we really don't know something can seem small or not such a big challenge from the outside happening to somebody else, but it could really be their big one. It could be like the big one for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I wish for us as humans that like we could be a little bit more sensitive and empathetic and aware to the fact that what might look like a, you know, minute challenge to one could really be extraordinarily difficult to the other. Absolutely. And I think that piggybacking on that, it's this idea of, you know, life is not about 
the tragedy Olympics. Totally. We're not here to compete about who has had it Mm -hmm. harder. Mm -hmm. It's more about figuring out how can we all in our own in our own special and unique ways channel Mm -hmm. what we go through Mm -hmm. to create something from it. And, you know, I remember I was telling you about this uh, the other day, Brie, that, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I went through a very difficult breakup Mm -hmm. after a very serious, long relationship. And I remember contacting my therapist who I hadn't talked with in like two years, who I hadn't seen in a couple of years and, and writing her just a few days after my breakup and saying, I want to start seeing you again because I want to make sure that I go on a healthy path of Mm. healing Mm. because I was so, I knew deep down that there was a possibility Mm -hmm. that I could go on a darker path Mm -hmm. in just trying to heal from this relationship and maybe getting stuck in the mm-hmm. sadness and the, 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 you know, the everything that comes with a huge life transition like that. And, and in realizing that about myself, knowing that I needed that, mm-hmm. it meant that I was going to have to face a lot of difficult shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was there to do the work and it wasn't going to be fun <laughs> to have to go on that healing, healthy mm-hmm. path. But I knew I needed it. Right. Because the only way out is through. 100%. That is like my life motto. Mm-hmm. Who said that? What a smarty I don't know, pants. but it's fucking genius. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, Maul, for you, for you, I mean, something we, and it's, you know, sometimes we are stuck and that's part of the process. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The people's healing process and journey is as unique as they are. But I'm curious for you if there's like a little Molly toolbox that you have when it comes to, you know, maybe not getting so stuck when you're faced with a real challenge. Mm. Well, I think that, you know, as I mentioned, um, so I have a neuromuscular condition that causes significant weakness in my lower legs and my hands and my feet. And it affects how I live every day. And I deal with physical obstacles mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. of my life, which is unique. Most mm-hmm. people don't, you know, and and everyone has their their own challenges, but mm-hmm. mine are largely physical in my life. And so I think that, you know, something that has really, really helped me to get through some of my hardest moments and some of my darkest moments when I feel really sad or like I feel like I'm losing faith or confidence or is I remember that, first of all, that this moment of difficulty is temporary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That even though I know that tomorrow I'm going to encounter a different obstacle, mm-hmm. that this moment is going to pass and it's going to be okay. And the more that I can remind myself of that, that's one thing, I know that I can get through it. Mm-hmm. And it's is that because be you've been flexing your resilience muscles, though, maybe? Well, I think that's part of the resilience muscle is 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 allowing yourself to 
to not spiral, mm. to not let like a difficult moment mm-hmm. dictate everything. It's it's the resilience is the ability to bounce back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after something hard. Mm-hmm. And Tiny so, Buddha here today. Tiny Buddha, Molly. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> um, no. So I think that that's one thing mm-hmm. that is very helpful for me is just that this is temporary. It's going to pass. Whether it's a whether it's a physical, whether it's a feeling of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Another thing that is really helpful to me is to learn how to find rela- relaxation and comfort in your body. Mm. And so I I experience anxiety um, when I often when I like experience physical obstacles. It it it's it's anxiety provoking. And I've had to really learn how to get comfortable mm-hmm. in in those moments of anxiety and within my body. Mm-hmm. And so literally just reminding myself, I, I am safe in my body. I am okay. I will get what I need. Mm-hmm. Sort, of ta- sort of talking back to the feelings and the thoughts. Talking back and also maybe even just like taking deep breaths mm-hmm. or even literally grounding down into my feet Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if I'm standing and just like feeling my power Mm -hmm. and reminding myself like I'm not weak Mm. you know I have strength Mm -hmm. and that's those things are unbelievably helpful for me you know and um, one other thing I think that's also been really really important for me for my resilience journey and being able to view these challenges as opportunities is remember remembering that you always have a choice Mm -hmm. in how you deal with the the uh the hard thing in front of you that you can stay small Mm -hmm. and scared Mm -hmm. and fearful and isolated Mm -hmm. or you can say you know what this fucking sucks Okay, it makes me feel the way it makes me feel, but I am going to find a solution mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. And you always have that choice. Right. I had a therapist as a child. We'll maybe dive into that another for, further down the line. But she, you know, she as a, when I was a very young child dealing with trauma you know, she said to me, and it's like basically been my mantra for life, and I'm so grateful for Marilyn that I was exposed to this sort of simple, essentially mantra so young, which was, you know, Brielle, it's not what you're dealt, it's how you deal with it that matters. And again, this sort of goes back to how we look at things. It's it's so simple and yet so challenging, right, to just tweak your perspective a little bit how it can make such a difference in your life you know and um it goes back to the alchemizing your life it goes back to embracing transition it goes back to accepting grief as a part of that journey it's all about mindset really 100 percent. it's 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 what we were saying earlier it's like you can have objectively the greatest challenge ever in front of you, but it doesn't matter what the challenge is. It's about how you internalize the challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what we were saying about how everyone internalizes the same challenge differently. Right. And you can 
control to some extent. Mm -hmm. Or embrace. Embrace, perhaps. Yeah, control is not a good word for that, really. But you can embrace or or, or have uh, agency mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. over how these challenges penetrate your life. Mm hmm and how you choose. Are you going to allow it to dictate? Are you going to allow it to control? Are you going to allow it to take you down? Are you going to weave it through mm -hmm. and let it fuel you toward something greater mm -hmm. and let it fuel you toward growth? Amen. So at the end of each podcast, we like to extend our well wishes mm. to you, our beloved audience. So Brie, do you have any well wishes for our listeners? Yeah, I guess I have for this one mm, two things. Um, first of all, I look at, you know, I'm just sort of thinking like when a friend calls and they're unraveling and... I don't know if the, if I can get through this, right? We've all been there and we've all been there for friends in that moment. My my take is in those moments and you whoever is out there listening, you might be in that moment where you're like I really don't know if I can climb myself out of this hole or how am I going to rebuild after this loss, this catastrophe? And what I try to think about, because I've also been there a many a time, is to sort of zoom out and think, okay, this moment is like a piece of sand, right? This moment in my life is a piece of sand. If I zoom out, this is an entire desert of sand. This is one grain of sand. This is one moment in my life. It is one of the many, many moments that I will have in my life that this is temporary. And that really, for me, has like helped me when you just feel like, oh my God, how am I going to get out of this? It's like, this is just a moment. It will pass. We're not ignoring it. We're not avoiding it. This is not forever. Mm -hmm. When you zoom out, it is entire. It is entire desert of moments of sand. Love that. Two. I really come back to this idea, and I guess I sort of, it, it's more sort of inspired from yogic philosophy, which is challenges, I believe, are truly a vehicle for awakening. And it's just, again, in those moments, whether it was a forced challenge or a welcome challenge, that I try to, again, sort of zoom out and and take a look big picture and sort of think like, okay, this is a stepping stone towards transformation and growth. It's maybe messy or it's hard right now, but it is bringing me to a higher place in my life. I love that. And I think very much related to that one, I guess my well wish for the audience is to realize that as hard as it can feel, actually having gratitude mm. mm -hmm. for being able to confront mm -hmm. challenge and having the confidence mm -hmm. that you can get through it is 
one of the hugest character builders Mm -hmm. that you will ever have. So true. And it's not fun, like you said, and Mm -hmm. it's not easy and it doesn't feel good and it's not fun in the short term. Mm -hmm. But I, when I think back on my life, I am grateful Mm. for the tough stuff I've Mm -hmm. been through because it has made me who I am. Totally. And I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of who you are too, Ma. I'm very proud of who you are also. I love you. (laughs) We love each other. And And you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ma, do you want to wrap it up? You do it so much nicer than I do. You're so pleasant. Sure. Listen, we're so glad that you guys are here and we just hope that you can walk away from this podcast feeling like maybe you learned something. Maybe you are thinking about something in a little bit of a different perspective Um, and maybe you can feel a little less scared or that the next challenge can be a little less daunting Mm -hmm. because you feel like, you know what? I can handle this. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, um thanks again for being here. Thanks and you guys. So looking forward to sharing our next pod with you. So we would love if you guys would follow us on Instagram. Please. Our handle is at well wishes podcast. We're really trying to grow this community. We want to hear from you. We would love for you to message us over there on Instagram, telling us what you thought of this episode, if there are other episode ideas you want to hear, topics that are important to you, things you'd love to hear us chatter about. (laughs) We want to hear. You are why we are here. Absolutely. So thank you. And we love you guys. We love you and can't wait to do this more and more.